to Remember Twilight, a literary podcast covering all aspects of the Twilight Saga. On Remember Twilight, we talk about all things openly. Mental health, relationships, sex, religion, fashion. We also understand that there are conversations that will come up that we might not be able to do justice. We want to include as much diversity as we can, so if you'd like to share your perspective with our audience, please message us. Oh, and fair warning, we are not spoiler-free. Irina had decided to come after all. For one moment, I stared at her and she stared back. I wondered if she would guess immediately who I was as well. I half raised my hand, about to wave, but her lip twisted the tiniest bit, making her face suddenly hostile. I heard Renesmee's cry of victory from the forest, heard Jacob's echoing howl, and saw Irina's face jerk reflexively to the sound when it echoed to her a few seconds later. Her gaze cut slightly to the right, and I knew what she was seeing, an enormous russet werewolf, perhaps the very one who had killed her Laurent. How long had she been watching us? Long enough to see our affectionate exchange before, I was sure. Her face spasmed in pain. Instinctually, I opened my hands in front of me in an apologetic gesture. She turned back to me and her lip curled back over her teeth. Her jaw unlocked as she growled. When the faint sound reached me, she had already turned and disappeared into the forest. Crap, I groaned. Emily. Hi. I have some new patrons to, yeah. to shout out. Cool. Um, the first one I'd like to thank and welcome is Jessica from Tennessee. We also have Gabriella from Oregon. And Maddie from Colorado. Welcome, everybody. Hi. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Hello, everybody. This is Marin. This is Emily. And this is Remember, Remember Twilight. Twilight. Um, this week's episode of Remember Twilight, we are covering Breaking Dawn, Chapter 27, Travel plans. Again, I ask, <laughs> where? <laughs> okay, so I did figure out why the other chapter was called Favor. Oh. And this is why. It took me until I was literally done editing. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, 
I'm stupid. It's because Jacob thought he was doing them a favor. Ah, uh, right. I see. Jacob did them a favor by just outing himself so that Charlie would come over, so they wouldn't have to deal with it. I guess Jacob would call that a uh-huh. favor. It's Jacob's round away, <laughs> roundabout way of saying, "Oh, I did you a favor." So I, I don't know why this one is called travel plans, but maybe the same thing will happen. Well, they very <laughs> loosely say that. Bella's going to go to Italy and they're going to go to Rio. So it's mentioned. That's got to be it. But it's certainly not what the chapter is about. (laughs) You know? I do know. And that has to be it, though. Yeah. It's that they were making plans for Bella to go to Italy. Yeah. It's like if on my calendar, instead of putting podcasting on Monday, I put Meowfoy will hit my microphone. (laughs) Yeah. It's like it did happen, but is that that really the the main thing? (laughs) Well, so anyway, anyway. <laughs> what happened last week? Um, last week um, was the arm wrestling and also <laughs> the sparkling. And so, of course, it was called shiny. Listen, <laughs> I didn't make the chapter titles. Bella did. <laughs> <laughs> um, we left off with Bella really feeling herself and her new life. And um, she can't wait to be the championship armrest match arm <laughs> okay well, are you still high no, <laughs> no. How, but I did only sleep this much last night oh, no. because of oh. um, a very cuddly Meowfoy <laughs> and a very cuddly girlfriend can you not sleep with sleep a touch for much well I I'm okay with a touch but I have to be free to wiggle <laughs> and when there's no room here and there's someone on top of you on that half it doesn't make for much wiggling yeah mark cannot sleep with a touch and so like the first seven years that we had children (laughs) he was just like never sleeping yeah he sleeps great now we have a queen we have a king which was we had a queen and then so now we have a king bed which makes a huge difference also our kids are not in our bed anymore which also makes a difference yeah no definitely king bed is a necessity when we have a bed upgrade yeah. situation happen <laughs> not for I never, kid reasons but i never wanted one but cat reasons man it's nice yeah oh my gosh where else are we gonna put our other cats when we get them <laughs> If not all in the spare room of the king bed. I love it. Because Meowfoy gets the top corner. Baby Kitten sometimes takes the bottom corner, but I just need more room for cats. Oh, I love it. Love it. Love it. Yeah. I don't, uh, what were we talking about? Oh, Bella is going to be the championship arm match wrestler of the decade. I had to really slow that down. She's going to be it. Oh, yeah. I'm tired is what that was about. (laughs) I didn't mean to insinuate that you were high. (laughs) It's a fair assumption. So um, we start off this chapter weirdly. Bella really has lots of time to think at us these days and and she decides to spice it up sometimes in how she tells us information now and she's like I really used to not care about mythology but now I care about it a lot so let me drop some references (laughs) it's really great (laughs) it's been three months since we last heard from Bella and so not only has she become a mythology expert I guess that's what she's doing in the time when she's not holding Renesmee or fucking Mm -hmm. she's reading mythology Mm mm-hmm 
I guess. Because we learn in this chapter, Renesmee will not accept the same bedtime story more than <laughs> once. So Bella is really cramming in her eternal reading. Yes. <laughs> here. Um, so she tells us about how her thread of life used to just be beige. Of course, beige. Uh-huh, of course. <laughs> Uh, but now it's certainly either a bright crimson or a glistening gold. Why not both? Bella's become a Gryffindor oh in her heck. vampire life. She has. Mm-hmm. I love that. And she goes, if you take all of the threads of everybody I know, it makes this beautiful tapestry. And I'm so happy for some of the colors of threads that we get to include, like the werewolves. Um, Even Quill and Embry, we learn, have joined Jacob's pack. What? What? Welcome, brothers. They finally realized, why not? (laughs) (laughs) They got so sick of Sam and Emily. They were like, uh... Hi, I got turned into a cow. Can I go home now? <laughs> You're excused. Sam was like, yes. <laughs> Anybody else? Yeah. Um, so she's happy that um, Quill and Embry are hanging out a lot now. And she's like, the whole thing with Sam and Emily has calmed down a lot too. Um, but also Sue and Leah are in her life more than she thought ever they would be. Because Sue has decided that she is going to help Charlie with all the weird stuff. I'm doing a shoulder dance because I just know not only is she soothing Charlie, she's soothing Charlie. Soothing. <laughs> Man, you really upped that. Thank you. I didn't know. <laughs> really good. Uh-huh. Um, so she, every time Charlie's like, I'm going to go over and visit Bella. Sue's like, okay, I'll come with you and simply stand by you. I'll be there for you. (laughs) She says she just hovered protectively near Charlie. And then she goes, she was always the first person he looked to when Renesmee did something disturbedly advanced, which was often in answer. She would eye Seth meaningfully as if to say, yeah, tell me about it. Two things here that just really kind of got me right in the gut is that She's been through kind of a similar thing with having to watch Seth go from a like 12 year old kid to like a 19 year old man Mm -hmm. in like a month, probably scared the daylights out of her and she didn't really know what was going on. Terrifying. And then. (laughs) Sorry, but when Meowfoy walks, her head bobs now. Mm -hmm. Okay, so and then she is spending all of her time with Charlie. And so she is like she deeply is affected by how much he's struggling. Like she's like, I've watched this man struggle every night and I'm going to be like next to him. I'm going to stand behind him with my hand on his shoulder. She's his protector. And I love it. I love it. That's got to be such a relief to Bella to be like, not only is she cooking hit for him every night, but she's <laughs> protecting him and helping him to not be alone or scared through this. Good. 
Yeah. So good. Well, and having someone who you can like just say your questions to who aren't going to try and like solve the problem Mm -hmm. like Bella would be if he was Mm -hmm. like, I noticed this and it just kind of made me feel weird. Bella would be like, you're not supposed to know about that. Like, it's fine. Mm -hmm. Instead, Sue will be like, yeah, I felt that way too when, (sighs) you know, this happened, but it turned out okay. So I I think that's so, yeah, I agree. It's so sweet. It's so good. (laughs) She's right. Everything is working out as it was supposed to. Yeah. Uh, so then Bella talks about Leah and how Leah is not comfortable being there at all. <laughs> um, she hated the fact that any of this is happening, of course. And so Bella asks Jacob about it one time and all Jacob says is, eh, it's, it's like a pack thing. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> okay. So Bella's like, whatever. But then we get this line from Jacob where he goes, I figured as long as I was going to do this alpha thing for real, I'd better nail down the formalities. That's a very stark difference to where he was any time before now. Yeah, but it, it's been three months since Renesmee was born. And so his his whole world flipped upside down and he he's. I mean, I he's manned up, you know. Yeah. He's he's become a grown up finally. All those things I hated, never mind. <laughs> Give them to me, like. Just I am a man now. Very convenient. Yes. Uh, for him to decide not to rebel against anything anymore. The Jay Cassidy of it all. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Um. So Bella tells us, aside from Leah, her life is perfect. <laughs> Which I don't know how much dampening Leah can really do to Bella. Leah never comes inside. No, but I wonder if it makes Bella feel anxious that Leah won't, you know? But it's like, can you just, everything's perfect in here. Can you just chill, Leah? And I kind of see that where I'm just like, okay, Leah, I will never, like, I don't want to discount her trauma. Like, it's very real and it was very bad and she definitely needs help working through it at the same time she has a loving and and beautiful home here with with these people they want her there and they want to support her and they want her to be there and she refuses to accept it and so that must be stressful to Bella where she's just like it's not Leah's it's not Leah per se but it's Leah's hesitance to become part of the family that is just like oh it's so stressful yeah, yeah, it's stressful both ways, for totally. sure. Because seeing your whole family just like do this thing that you're <laughs> deeply uncomfortable with, yeah. but you have—that's like where your family is. So I you're totally like, I guess agree. I'll be outside. I know, it's, I know. Yeah, I feel bad, bad for both, both of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then, <laughs> but then, Bella tells us about Jasper. Yes, UBFF. <laughs> one night she's like, Edward, what the fuck is up with Jasper? I obviously haven't killed anyone yet. Can he just like give me a break? And Edward's like, what do you mean? Jasper is not nervous that you're going to kill someone. Jasper loves how happy you are all the time. And he wants to be as close to that as possible. And Bella's like, I suppose I am euphoric most of the time. (laughs) (laughs) But listen to this. After after he tells her that, he she goes, and then Edward hugged me tightly because nothing pleased him more. Oh, no, I'm going to (laughs) cry. Then my overwhelming ecstasy in this new life. 
him seeing her reaching her potential and it, what he knew she could become is just like the best thing that's ever happened to him. <laughs> I love these guys so much. It truly is. <laughs> so that's Buzz Tapestry. And then she tells us, though, if you flip it over to the other side, you're going to get some bleak grays of doubt and fear. Okay, okay. Not everything is perfect as it seems. Uh, okay. Um, because, get this, one week old, Renesmee goes, Mama, where's Grandpa? <laughs> <laughs> Literally, that makes me want to throw up. One week. That's too, too That's soon. horrifying. Terrifying. Um, Bella almost threw her. Just kidding. <laughs> well, the only reason that she did it is because... Bella was on the other side of the room from her, which leads me to believe she probably could have spoken sooner if she had the need to. Oh, me too. I totally agree. So four days old, she's just... Well, she was like... Fine to talk. Perfectly communicating and understanding everything that Edward said. Mm -hmm. And he knew she could understand because he can read her thoughts. It's weird. (laughs) It's too much. Renesmee is freaky. (laughs) And then three weeks later... She was sitting, watching Alice dance around the room. And so she gets up and dances across the room, too. (laughs) Um, Luckily, Jacob is there to celebrate all of Renesmee's milestones with her. Because, as Bella points out, that's what Renesmee needs is someone to celebrate her. But both her and Edward are like, oh, my God, our (laughs) baby is psychotic. (laughs) What is happening in this living room right now? So then Edward and Carlisle have been spending all of their time researching anything they can, which is not a lot, um, but they still keep searching for any kind of answer. And then this is my favorite part of the chapter, I think, (laughs) is the fact that Alice and Rosalie are building Renesmee a baby album. Um, And this is truly what Alice needed was a baby she could dress (laughs) in several outfits a day. Instead of a grown um, adult like Bella. (laughs) So they've been taking thousands of pictures of Renesmee in so many different outfits to try to make her baby album look like it spans years instead of weeks. This is all so stressful. But like, I just think it's so cool that they like thought ahead of like. I never would have thought of this. Renesmee is going to have to play human. And like yeah. this is something that every kid has. So I like, never would have thought of it. I would have just been too caught up it. in the like terror of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so good thing yeah. they have Alice. So yeah, thank God for Alice. Um, So yeah, here we are three months later. And Bella says Renesmee could either be a very small um, two-year-old or a very big one-year-old. Um, except that she was proportioned like an adult. She's a hobbit. She's this <laughs> shrunk down. Yeah. That's yeah, a hobbit's a good way to say it. Um, her hair is now down to her waist. Well, probably her feet if you, while well, it's wet. Because yeah. her ringlets go to her waist. <laughs> Jealous. And she speaks perfectly, but she doesn't usually talk. Um, she can not only walk, but run and dance, and she can even read. Okay. I, I don't... I need somebody to tell me why her being able to read is the most unsettling part of that to me. <laughs> <laughs> All of the other stuff, I'm like, this is weird, this is weird, this is weird. When I read the words, she could even read, I was like, oh. oh. Well, it's because like... <laughs> 
reading is something you have to learn. Like all these other things are like natural milestones, but you have to like actively t- learn how to read. You You're can't right. just look at letters and be like, I know what these mean. You're right. I can't. I, I can't. <laughs> she was born with an innate ability to read. Because in three months, oh, you guys, it's still, it's Can she read more than English? We don't know. Oh, no. But there they were one <laughs> night. Bella's reading poetry to her and Renesme touches her and she's like, me, I want to read. So Bella just hands her the book and she just continues reading the poetry. And Bella's like, okay, enough of that. That is scary. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with Bella. I would have thrown her across the room then. Yeah. A <laughs> swift drop kick. <laughs> What is this thing? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, luckily, no one in this uh, family has bad intentions because the experiments you could run. Ah, Speaking of that. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, Bella tells us that based on Carlisle's predictions, um, Renesmee will be an adult in four years time. No, thank you. And Bella goes, that means she's going to be old by 15. Because, <laughs> of course, Bella cares about being old <laughs> at 15. Yeah. And she goes, just 15 years of life. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that does make my stomach hurt so bad. And it's like, these are the things that everyone around Bella while she was pregnant were thinking of. Is like, even if this is a baby, it's going to be really freaky. Like, we don't know. And if, now that it's like reality, Bella's like finally catching up to their like worried state about everything like oh my god yeah what if she only lives for 15 years like that's scary but Bella's like whatever she's happy and she's healthy now so future Bella will deal with the scariness of what is yet to come (laughs) I I do that a lot too I leave everything to future Marin Mm -hmm. she gets real mad at me yeah future Emily is so stressed out (laughs) um (laughs) So I was current. I, I mean, the stress level doesn't decrease. I'll be honest; it just changes. Nice. Yeah. So Bella, she um overhears Carlisle and Edward talking about Renesmee all the time, but they only ever talk about it when Jacob is not there. Um, because they have to have weird. They go into these weird discussions of well, we could stop Renesmee aging if we just fully turned her into a vampire. But you can't <laughs> say those kind of things around Jacob because he'll strangle you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They finally have been like, all right, we've been googling these same three random pages of fanfic. <laughs> it's not getting us anywhere, so let's just go to Brazil and like actually talk to some people. Okay, so here's one travel happening. plan. Yes. One travel plan. Yes. Go to Brazil. So they're just trying to figure out when the best time would be to go. And here's the holdup. Number one, it's the end of the year. Bella wants to stay in town so they can do Christmas with Charlie, which I think is totally reasonable. And um, September, October, it's December already. Yeah. So it's like a couple of weeks mm-hmm. until Christmas. Um, the other problem is the, uh, Bella got a gift in the mail. <laughs> uh, and this gift was from Aro. And apparently Alice had a vision while um, Bella and Edward were on their honeymoon about Aro sending some people to check in on Bella and make sure she wasn't still human. And so in order to postpone that trip, Alice sent them a wedding invitation. <laughs> Because obviously that means Bella's going to be a vampire so soon. (laughs) 
Oh, so with the gift that Aro sends them, he also leaves a note, of course. And we don't get to read the whole note, but it ends with, I so look forward to seeing the new Mrs. Cullen in person. And so, of course, Bella is like, oh, no, I need to go visit Aro before he comes here. <laughs> um, because if he comes here, there's no way we can hide Renesmee. Uh, so now they have to figure out when to do this. But of course, Bella and Edward are having a fight about it because <laughs> they're one and only fight. Edward's like, absolutely, you're not going to creepy Uncle Aro's house by yourself. He'll throw a stake at you. Like, no. And Bella's like, okay, but if anyone but me goes, he's going to read your thoughts and know about Renesmee. And if anybody likes to do freaky experiments on people, it's Uncle Aro. Please bless that everybody votes for creepy Uncle Aro. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, they keep fighting about it. But Bella's like, no, like that I'm not going to let anyone else come with me. And Edward's like, okay, well, I'll just go with you to London. And Bella's like, no, we have a literal child. We can't just both leave her. <laughs> Why? She has <laughs> Jacob, Rosalie, Alice, Esme, Carlisle, Jasper, Emmett. She has the greatest babysitters anybody could ever want. I want them. Uh-huh. No, absolutely not for Bella. That's oh. a hard no. Okay. Yeah. She'd have to miss her growing a whole entire year in that like week <laughs> that she's gone. Yuck. Um, so they finally figured it out and Carlisle is going to go with Bella instead. And Bella's like, that's good. I have, you know, some quality dad time, <laughs> daddy time. What? what? Anyway. <laughs> They're a progressive family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you. <laughs> So while they're trying to figure out all these travel plans, Alice keeps like uh, keeps a tab on the future (laughs) as if she doesn't always do that. I think it's so funny when they point out now Alice is keeping an eye out like, no, she always is. But is she always okay? I agree with you that she always is, but I think she's more always keeping a tab on like the immediate future of the tight knit family. Now she's like fingers out into the nebulous future but it's like gosh it's so boring (laughs) it's just the stock market Mm -hmm. there's gonna be a new season of this tv show like whatever you know Renee is gonna call (laughs) maybe oh and this is where I wrote my my joke one call that's all nice (laughs) (laughs) does Renee even call I don't think so She (laughs) she thought about it for like a half a day Enough for it to like pick up on Alice's radar, but then Renee is like, eh. "Yeah, she's fine. <laughs> whatever. They've got her. Edward takes care of her now. I, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so they have decided to go to Italy first. So they're buying their tickets for this, and Bella's like, "It's gonna be such a short trip. I don't even have to tell Charlie. Like, it's fine." Jacob agrees with Edward that Bella shouldn't go alone. Um, But today they are fighting about Brazil because Jacob thinks that he should be invited on that trip, too. So now we pick up in real time, (laughs) finally, (laughs) to Bella and Jacob are taking Renesmee out hunting. (laughs) Love it. And the only reason Bella allowed Jacob to come is because Renesmee doesn't really like to go hunting. (laughs) She much prefers her human blood on tap. (laughs) 
And all human food is just like broccoli to her. So she's like, no, thank you. I mean, it's fine sometimes, but like, no. Um, so like mother, like daughter. (laughs) So Bella has to invite Jacob along with so that they can make a game out of hunting. (laughs) So Bella is trying to tell Jacob that he doesn't need to go to Brazil with them because he has to take care of his pack. And Jacob's like, they're all adults. Like they don't need me. (laughs) I love that Mm because I fully agree. There's no reason for Jacob to stay. We've had this conversation, Bella. Yes. I mean, we have. But Bella should have been listening. (laughs) She's not a subscriber, and (laughs) that's her biggest downfall. (laughs) And then Bella's like, well, what about, like, high school? Are you just not going to go back to school? And Jacob's (laughs) like, maybe later. (laughs) Literally, I forgot that they were still in high school. (laughs) She said high school, and I was like, what are you talking about, girl? He's a full ass man. And then I was like, no, he's seven. He's a senior. He's like two years younger than her. So yeah, he's still got like a year of school. I he just has not been attending. I can't even imagine. Can you imagine? Well, think of that high school in the push. Suddenly half your student body just stops coming and all the boys are like, it sounds okay. good it's all girls mm-hmm. now and they get to just relax wear whatever they want oh my god no dress code needed <laughs> when the boys are all gone i am uh, is that true it must be i wonder i mean because that's what they tell us right well i guess unless you have male faculty <laughs> gross because you know that's a problem get me off of this planet anyway everybody gets distracted when they see Renesme looking at snowflakes in the <laughs> sky because that's certainly distracting is a child looking into the air anyway so they both turn to look at her and she's looking up at the snowflake and then suddenly she just does a 15 foot vertical <laughs> leap straight into the air catches one and lands perfectly fine back on the ground (laughs) she knew she wanted that one yes and she shows them look at this beautiful snowflake that i just got and then it melts in her hand and jacob's like yeah good snowflake but like (laughs) it's time to go let's go hunting and so she comes over and she runs into jacob's arms and bella notices how perfectly synchronized these leaps are They could have a circus act. Yeah. Renesmee tells Jacob that she's not thirsty. And he's like, sure, you're not thirsty. You're just afraid I'm going to catch the biggest one. And so then she does a backflip out of his arms. Oh, my gosh. I just I'm so stupid. They do have a circus act. This is just them practicing on their part of it. Of course. Yes. Now that Nessie is born and Jacob's part of the family, they got to get their new act. Boop. Yep. <laughs> that is a deep callback from <laughs> season, season one, one. The, the circus <laughs> so she flips and then she rolls her eyes and Bella's like she looks just like her dad when he, he rolls his eyes <laughs> I love that it's that expression that reminds her of Edward <laughs> the eye roll Cute. Uh, and then Renes, Renes see me <laughs> Renesme runs into the forest and Jacob's like, it doesn't count if you cheat. And he runs off after her. Um, and Bella goes, Jacob was more a child than Renesme. So Bella's sitting there. She's going to give him a couple minutes to, you know, be slow about stuff. <laughs> <laughs> 
and she's just kind of like looking around and she doesn't think she's really looking for anything in particular until she sees this person standing all the way over there. (laughs) And she looks at them and they look at her and she goes, that's a vampire because number one, hot. Number two, statue. You're right. She does describe how gorgeous she is. I didn't think about that. (laughs) Um, This vampire is, uh, has silver hair. Um, so shiny that it just draw draw to Bella's attention. <laughs> um, and she's wearing it with um, a part right down the center. It's Ugh. straight to the chin. She's got that blunt cut. Late season Rachel haircut from Friends, mm-hmm. which mm, I I wanted it so bad, and my hair would not do it. Ugh. She's looking at this hot vampire and she's like, I definitely don't know this one. (laughs) Otherwise, we might be in a different story here. Hello. (laughs) She puts her hand up. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But she notices that she has golden eyes. And so she immediately recognizes her as Irina. And so Bella stares at her for a second. She stares back at her. And Bella goes to wave. But then Irina, like gives her this scrunchy face look and Bella's like oh no that means danger she's not happy Renesmee and Jacob are making noise in the forest and Irina kind of like jerks her head when she hears it and then Jacob comes out of the forest with Renesmee and Irina immediately has this like you killed my father I just saw the worst thing I've ever seen face prepare to die And Bella's like, oh, no, she probably thinks that that's the wolf that killed Laurent. So Bella's like, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But Irina just growls at Bella and then leaves. If she had just gone to the wedding. Right. You know. Mm -hmm. So Bella goes and she's like, oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) And Jacob's like, oh, no. And Renesmee's like, oh, no. But Bella's like, I think it's okay." And so she calls Edward and she's like come here bring Carlisle and so Edward's like okay we're already there (laughs) and so Bella's like okay I saw Irina all (laughs) the way over there I'm glad you did it again I was gonna ask you to (laughs) and she saw me and then she heard people and then she made a face and then she ran away and I think she's really upset. So I think you guys should go and try to find her. Um, Look at smooth how things over. Carlisle is so, what is the word I'm even looking for? He's so compassionate. He goes, she's grieving. I'll go after her. Mm-hmm. That's his power, his compassion. I love him so much. Yeah. Yeah. So Carlisle was like, I'm on it. And Edward's like, I'll come too. And Carlisle almost tells him not to come with <laughs> Because he knows that Edward has been very um, annoyed at her. Um, But then he's like, okay, come along. Bella can tell that Jacob wants to get Renesmee back to the house. And he's called Seth and Leah over. And so all four of them run back. And Renesmee just like, it's like, I don't know what's happening, but okay. (laughs) And she's like, hey, also, mom, 
My elk was the biggest one. <laughs> also, oh. you took me away before I could eat it. So, some be positive Woo! when we get home, please. Woo! And that <laughs> is our weird chapter. <laughs> <laughs> we made some plans. We saw some scary stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Renesmee gets her mug of blood. Mm-hmm. Real good. Yeah. Real happy about it. <laughs> it's pretty cute. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Oh, yeah. Thanks for being here. We have the best listeners in the world of podcasting. Yep. It is true. Yeah. Unequivocally. Should we hold a um, funeral for Renee? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because okay. I don't think she comes back ever. <laughs> this might be the last reference. So, okay. Do you want to start it? Um, I'd like to thank you all for being here today. As far as my memory goes, this is our last mention of Renee in the story. So I'd like to take zero moments. To I care forgot about her. I forgot about Renee. Bye. <laughs> I was actually when I read the chapter this morning, I thought. Uh, I don't need to spend any more time talking about what a bad mom she is. I've beat that horse a million times. Everybody gets it. Even Stephanie totally backed us up about it. It's a whole thing. Um, so it's funny that now we're talking about it because I was literally like, I don't need to talk <laughs> about it. So anyway, bye. Yeah. Oh. Renee. Yeah. Don't remember Renee. <laughs> All right. Cool. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. You've been remembering Twilight with Marin and Emily. You can stay in touch on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Remember Twilight Podcast. Please consider joining us on Patreon for a weekly bonus episode, access to our notes, original artwork, and to connect with our awesome community. You can message us at Remember Twilight Podcast at gmail.com. Send us a voice message on Anchor or leave a review on iTunes. Check out the show notes for all this information and more. Thank you to Stephanie Meyer for sharing her dream and making ours come true.